we talked about all the positive health benefits, but you know, I feel like we're trying to inspire people, you know, to, so they can get this this positivity out of the water and nature. Aloha and welcome back to Sup FM. My name's Simon Hutchinson, and in the Sup FM podcast every week. I chat to people who can inspire and add to your experience of stand-up paddleboarding. What you'll find in every episode is a conversation with someone who's either done something incredible in SUP or who can offer you some learning, insights and help which can add something to your time on the water. We want to say a big thank you to Starboard, this season's show sponsors. Starboard is the leading innovator in SUP and has a long history in board and paddle design. Sven Rasmussen, the creator of the brand, started the company by producing windsurfing boards in 1994, and the success of his innovative designs led to the brand developing into the market leader it is today. Starboard got behind stand-up paddling early and has supported the sport strongly ever since. Starboard takes their environmental responsibilities very seriously and they improve and push the boundaries of design and functionality, which makes their boards and paddles perfect for the weekend warriors like me, as well as the elite level competitors. And you can find out more about Starboard through their website, which is linked to in the show notes. You can catch up with SUPFM podcast in plenty of places, including our Instagram and Facebook. But if you wanted to keep it old school, you could sign up to our SUPFM email newsletter, which goes out with value added updates. And if you do sign up, then as a thank you, you'll also get our free guide to our favourite apps, which are the ones that we use on the water and which helps us to keep safe and informed. And you can subscribe by heading over to our website supfmpodcast.com. This week, I chat with Dave Knight, who has come from a career as a wakeboarding professional into the sport of SUP in a big way. And this year, he decided to set himself the challenge of paddling every single day of the year for his own mental health, because as he says in this episode, there's a load of different benefits he gets from the sport, and also to raise money for MIND, a mental health charity in the UK. This 365 project and the chat with Dave has since inspired me to pick up my meditation habit again and also to go out there for a reboot. And by the way, that will make far more sense to you after you've listened to this episode. If you've got access to Instagram, this episode could also be an interactive follow along because you can check out some of the posts and the stories that we're talking about as we go. And if you haven't, then don't worry, it will still make sense. But if you do have Instagram, then check out SUP365. If you can't find it, it's SUP, S-U-P, the number three, the word six, and the number five. Okay, now we're all there. Here's my chat with Dave from SUP365. Hi, Dave. Welcome to SUP FM. Hello, Simon. It's nice to be here. Well, it's great to have you on. Now, this year in the UK, we've had some British members of the worldwide SUP tribe doing some pretty extreme challenges. 
And your 365 is definitely up there amongst those achievements because not only is it a physical challenge, but also a real test of resilience and organization and motivation to get out there on the water and paddle every day for such a long period of time. So congratulations on such a massive achievement. You're almost there, aren't you? Thank you. Yeah. It's a word that I often use when talking with friends. Yes, it has taught me resilience. I just like to keep it day by day. Um, you know, like we try and keep in, in, you know, using Eckhart Tolle's power of now. Uh, mm. Yeah, I can't think about what I've done and I can't think about what I've got to do. It's just pure and simple. I go out and the magic happens. I love it. As soon as you put that blade in the water and start to paddle, good things happen. Absolutely. It's um, like eating an elephant, isn't it? One bite at a time. But before we get into the challenge, uh, just to get a bit of background behind you, how did you get your your start in SUP? Well, I have always been uh, in and around water. My brother was in the British water ski team. I grew up as a water ski grom. Um, I came up from Kent up to the Lake Districts and my whole background is wakeboarding. So I've been I'm a professional, I've been a World Cup judge, I'm a national coach. So uh, and then uh, we'd been uh, we'd in, been installing a wakeboard park in Blackpool, and I met John Hibbard from mm-hmm. at the time he was at Starboard, and what a guy! I'd followed him in his windsurfing days. Uh, to meet him was amazing. The wake park was uh, putting some paddleboards in. He was up there doing a demo, and uh, it was just honestly the first time I got on it. I've done all sorts of water sports, obviously, with my background, and it was just amazing. John's infused them as well to coach us on, and that was that. So that's about ten years ago now. And with your ward sports background as well, um, you know, it really does get its hooks into you, regardless of what your background is, whether, you know, you've got a solid water sports background like you or a dry land type sporting background like mine. It, that, that, so your first time on the board, can you can you remember that? Well, it was, uh, we, we got on it. I was with my wakeboard friends as well. We all kind of went on together. We were instantly racing and trying tricks and John was trying to teach us stuff and it, it was I mean like I say I've done wakeboarding, kneeboarding, water, all the different forms of water skiing, windsurfing you know a, a lot of these things to quite you know high levels obviously and there uh, but it was just an amazing grin it was it was just you know I don't know I've just recently a couple of days ago uh, sorry a couple of years ago got a, a, an electric bike and they call it the electric grin when you first get on an e-bike and it was the same experience having done all those different sorts of water sports I'd never found something that just lit me up like that. Um, sometimes a lot of the sports I do take a lot of organising with boats and cables and friends. But when you've got your sup, it's just you and you get out and it's an instant hit. Bang, you're on it. Totally agree. So let's talk about 365. And just to say that I've followed your challenge since um, early on, principally on Instagram. And it's been a, a real privilege to follow you and, and your progress and if anyone is looking at your feed on Instagram, I'd highly recommend that you don't only check out the posts, but also the stories, which really do give an illustration of your daily experience on there. But what gave you the initial impetus and the idea to do it? Because it's a massive commitment. Yeah, well, it's it's a strange one. Uh, and I don't know why people take on you know, these these great challenges or these explorers. I was on holiday on the Klim Peninsula with my youngest son and me and my partner and down in uh, Aberdaran and just sat bolt upright at four o'clock in the morning in our van. And I just said, I'm going to paddleboard every day for a year for mental health awareness. And I'm going to do it for Mind UK. Uh, that's it. I got up, I walked, I walked down the beach. And that was that. <laughs> Felt so strongly about it. I don't know how or why. 
in the morning, I talked it through with Mia. Uh, I then called my friend up, who has always been in the water sports game with me. He said, great idea. Uh, and that's how it just unfolded. And without sounding too surreal, it was a bit like my future self had just put me, I just put my hand on my shoulder and said, Dave, it's going to be all right. This is the path that you got to follow. That might sound a little bit, you know, but that's exactly what happened. So it was like a road to Damascus moment, was it? You just suddenly woke up and knew what it was that you were going to be doing for the next 12 yeah, months. absolutely. And uh, I just had a, a confidence and a calmness that, and, I, and I knew there would be hard days. It's a huge undertaking and, and what it would take. And it just, just really felt calm about it. Um, and we sat down, uh, I know, uh, Fowl O'Shea uh, from the wakeboarding days, uh, the, the windsurfer, and he agreed. He thought it was a great idea too. We've all got kind of friends or people that have been touched by mental health and, and we've all got stories and Farrell had as well when we sat down he agreed to give me some kit and a, a lovely O'Shea GTE to uh, help me paddle around all year so that was brilliant so I just felt like I had uh, some nice support around me you know not just my partner and my friend and, and with Farrell coming on board so yeah just gave me that extra impetus and confidence to, to crack on with it. And it does strike me as being a real team effort. I mean, obviously, you're the, the front man there, but uh, you've got a number of people who've been out there with you to, to support you, not least to support 12 months of commitment, which is quite something. But before we get into all of that and your paddles, whereabouts are you? If you can just explain, because we've got an international audience here. I happen to know you're in an area not known for its tropical temperatures. <laughs> That's right. We are in the northwest of England. I'm just shy of the beautiful Lake District National Park. Uh, it's a nice little peninsula where I live, uh, tip of Morecambe Bay, so I've got water all around me. Not always in, <laughs> but I do have water all around me at times. Well, that's great. You've got a, a great selection. So I presume that over the last 12 months, you've put together some locations that you go, depending on you know what the varying conditions are. Yeah. You're also pretty windswept, I guess, on that coast. Yeah, so I think as you were alluding to, yeah, it, it can rain a lot. It can be windy. It can be pretty rough. Uh, so I've had some experiences out there. In fact, the other day I was doing some defensive paddling. I thought, this is this is way too rough. I was on my knees. I was on film. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I nearly got knocked off the board just then. by a wave. And as I said, it, a wave actually just took me out sideways and I was on my knees. And that was the first, because uh, I've kind of like been counting. I think I've only really fallen in about 10 times when I've not been clowning around. And uh, I actually got taken out, taken off my knee. So that was, uh, yeah, quite fun, quite a fun experience. But uh, yeah, I have been to some nicer places around the country as well. So I do I do uh, dot around the UK as well. You've been all over the country and you've been in Cornwall recently. How was that? Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a nice invitation by my friend Lloyd. He's uh, an O'Neill rep that uh, when I was uh, a young professional wakeboarder, I think he was with Body Glove then. So uh, yeah, he invited me down and said, DK, I haven't had a paddle with you yet. I need you to come down. So we, we went down. It was a it was a nice favourable uh, surf forecast. But when we got down there, it wasn't quite so. We got a little bit of surfing on the Sunday. So, uh, yeah, Mia and I and, uh, and little Jude jumped in the van on Friday night, went down, had a lovely weekend. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, got out on the sap on there because the canal comes right the way down to the to the sea, to, to Summer Lees Bay. So it's quite an experience for a really good venue to go supping. So you can either go on the sea or you're on the canal there. So it was brilliant. So. Thinking back over the last 300 odd plus days on the water so far, what what would be the, the standout experiences? Because you, you've been out in some pretty glassy conditions, but with exposure of that coastline, as you just mentioned, there's been some some tough ones as well. What, what were the days that uh, really stood out for you? Um, 
well, first of all, like I say, uh, when I, I, it, this whole journey has brought me or given me a greater respect for nature and water. And I'm going to come to water a little bit later. But um, every day is different and every day is beautiful. You know, that, that's one thing that keeps me inspired when I go out because I've seen, you know, the, the world slowly turned while I've been out there. And I'm seeing every day slightly different as we, we go through the seasons. But yes, so I like to say you take the rough with the smooth. The other day I had a beautiful still. It's like a last little burst of autumn, of summer in autumn. You know, it was so hot and it was still, you could just, the, the silence was deafening. It was amazing. And, you know, on the flip side of that, I've had some uh, kind of horrendous conditions, which you've just got to roll the punches and you just got to laugh your way through it. So, uh, yeah, I had some nice times up in Scotland. Um, yeah, around. it's uh, It's been amazing. Uh, I went to Wales this year, not, not so long ago, and uh, was coming back from St. Tubwells Island. And as I was coming back, a giant bull seal came up to me and just did a bit of a turn, a bit of a wink, a bit of a growl, slapped its fins. And oh, my word, I paddled so quickly back home, I couldn't tell you. So that was my scariest experience. Yeah, I had a chat with uh, Brendan Prince a couple of weeks ago who encountered an orca and uh, was similarly alarmed by that. You know, as I mentioned, I've, I've loved the coverage and I've mentioned the Instagram stories, which are really worth checking out and the thing about the stories is they really give a good picture of you know your days that you spent on the water um this year and it, it gives essentially a, a a good water diary so if you were to to look back and of course there's so many on there i wouldn't have ex- expected you to be um, scrolling through all of your stories but do you remember, you know, the majority of all of those paddles and how you felt at the, at the time, or does it all sort of merge into one? Um, I have a lot of special memories. Uh, I think what comes across as well, I do put, I do wear my heart on my sleeve as a person, anyway. Uh, so, like I said, my moods can vary, you know, like like the weather. Uh, so yes, I know that sometimes I haven't felt the greatest out there, and not just because of the journey. Because, you know, because that can, it's a, it's a heck of a commitment. But uh, it, when I'm out on the water, that it does inspire me. So it's uh, it's it's a great healing process for me as well. And I recommend it for everyone just to, I guess, one of my hooks is just to be in and around water um, because water takes it all and gives back energy. So I have had a good experience every day I've been out there. Um, but in my stories, when I've, when I've written, I have been brutally honest about how I'm feeling. Um, I try to give uh, strategies and but basically yeah it is about how I'm feeling and uh, yeah if you've been reading through them all it's been uh, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a roller coaster but you're quite right though there's never a bad day on the water is there well I guess they could be but but you know when you're out there the conditions are always different and there's always something to look at so I'm just going to ask you about some of these stories on there and uh, don't worry because I'm not going to give you a number and expect you to remember it <laughs> But, it's like a um, game show. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Uh, but so, so number 68. So if everyone's following this at home, um, number 68 in the stories, it was dark, it was grim, and that was a Blair Witch experience. That was at night. Tell us um, a little bit about that session, if you remember. So, it. yeah, so I think that was one of my first night paddles uh, where I was actually on my own. Uh, so there was, because of the... Uh, the low light situation that there was no tide in the morning the tide was at night it was all it was dark so i went i'm gonna do i checked i checked the surf report you know did a nice risk assessment um 
I checked the tides, checked the winds. So I thought, okay, so I went down, down the road, through this little ravine, it comes out into a lovely little sheltered base. I thought that'd be perfect. So I went out on the water, rushed down the, you know, down through the trees, got on the water, had a lovely little paddle around. It was really cool. And then all of a sudden, like I've done it and the adrenaline just dropped out of me and I'm going back through this ravine. Uh, and then I just, it, like you say, it started to get a bit, my, my, my head torch started blinking. My phone that was in my waterproof bum bag started playing these weird songs. And then I had to go past the pagan stone circle. And that's when, you know, when you, you try and you walk in and, you, and then the adrenaline just, you know, and you start to run and I'm running up this hill and I get to the gate and it's like, and I'm like, just look at the camera and say, oh, guys, I'm just, I'm talking to you because that, that's going to make everything all right. And it's like, it was a proper Blair Witch <laughs> experience. So I got to the, got to this gate at the campsite and I was all right. But it's, uh, yeah, I just think I just went down. There was so much enthusiasm. And then coming back, it just uh, got a bit spooked, let's say. Yeah, those pagan, uh, those pagan circles. It's <laughs> an ancient old coast um, down that way. So, so let's talk then about day 80, paddle boarding with an umbrella. Okay, um, I don't know really where that came from. I think I've been doing. Uh, I sometimes come out with some crazy characters because um, I think there's Mr. Balaclava in summarize, but Mr. Balaclava summarizing man, he's out there somewhere as well. I just thought I would do a weather report because I thought it would be funny. You know, there wasn't where I'm at on this particular day on the estuary. It wasn't going to be great paddling. It was pretty shallow. There was waves coming in, so I just thought, hey, I'm going to take a brolly and I'm going to do crazy weather forecast and uh, I think <laughs> from the feedback I think it went down all right so uh, I'm out there just having fun in and around water trying to make people you know it's a dreary day I just want to make people laugh and then show that you can have fun in water you know I, you know I don't go out my way to do that every day but it, I just on that particular day that was the go. Your feed's also a really privileged look into your general experience and you do have a team of co-stars which indicate that it's it's been a real team effort you know you've been out there with family and, and friends but a particular star in the stories is Jude oh, thank you. Uh, it looks like he's a social media star in the making and for those of you following along at home day 57 worth um, a look but he appears in so many of those videos in a very entertaining way it looks like he's been sort of you know involved in it uh, heavily you know all the way through yeah um i i don't remember what day it was obviously because i'm you know I'm, I'm actually scanning through it now but uh i've done a bit of a spoof uh like triathlon it was like run with sup sup reboot kind of run back with sup and I was, I was in some crazy get up with a headband and everything and i got back and i'm, I'm doing a little end to my little spoof thing uh and then Jude just grabbed the camera and interviewed me and it just he was just a natural and it, it came um, it, you know, it kind of helped me with my little uh, spoof sketch. And uh, from then on, I've just thrown the camera to Jude. I think I've actually had to promise to give it to him once this is over, because uh, I think he wants to start a series on YouTube called Jude Does. So because he's been doing lots of lots of things on the back of the, you know, the lovely places and the, the water we've been yeah, been on and in. And, and who else has been out there with you? Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, my partner, Mia. Um, so when she can. Because, uh, you know, and then I'm um, just just my the, my best friends that I've met through water. You know, I've met I've had my, you know, um, everything in my life is around water. You know, I, I was brought up in it. It's been my career. It's been um, my employment. 
I've met my best friends. I've met my my relationships, my two long relationships, my ex-wife, Lovey Jilly, my, 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 my two older children, Taylor and Jesse, and then Mia. So uh, it's, uh, you know, so I've tried to like grab them in and say, come on. And then there's people that just ring me up and say, come on, DK, like Lloyd this weekend, or there's Timmy Woodhead. They just want to come out and uh, they know that getting out in the water is a it's a it's a lovely place for with friends to go enjoy themselves and keep fit and uh, it's a healing process as well so moving on then um to mental health because obviously you're raising money for for mind uh, you do talk about mental health and things that sort of help you manage your mood when uh, you're on the water and we know that that stand up paddle is a fantastic resource for doing that what do you think it is about SUP which really makes it so effective, do you think? Well, you know, it's uh, it, once again, it's, it's on water. It's in nature. So you're in a lovely part of the world already. You're on your own. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a challenging sport. You know, you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to look at, you know, you, you're playing with the weather as well. But it is one of those activities. It really is a now moment experience so I, I you know I was teaching someone the other day and they were out and it was a beautiful place and she just happened to say I'm not thinking of anything else they I'm I'm just I'm just going along you know I know what to do now and I'm just I said I said you're having your first sup now you know experience and and that's exactly what it is it's uh, as soon as you step onto it and it's you know like I say you, you put your blade in the water you're just in the now so it's uh, for me personally uh, I've I've always been an anxiety sufferer, you know, and I have overrides, you know, overrides when I'm a professional, when I'm at work, you know, but strange anxieties come to me at strange times, you know, which might seem silly and quirky to, to others, you know, can affect me. And it is it's my level. I get to go to water and it's a bit like when we dive in and have a reboot. It's the same when I'm on my, my paddleboard. It's uh, it's my little leveler. And uh, it's when I'm when it when I'm real. Yeah, and and it's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's it's a kind of chain of things. So you mentioned being on the water. So there's a a whole load of evidence around blue mind and that easing anxiety and helping with mental health. There's also the natural connection, and then the third thing that you mentioned. And and I wrote an article for SUP Mag UK years and years ago about the, the mental benefits of SUP. And you're absolutely right. And and it's particularly strong, I guess, when you've just started supping, because if you do think of anything other than just concentrating on the horizon and keeping your balance, then you're in the water. You know, you just don't have time to be able to think about having to do the shopping later or, or whatever is in your mind. So it, it's just a, a fantastic combination. And yeah, as you say, just being on the water, there can never be a bad day on the water, absolutely in my not. opinion. So as part of um, the stories, you talk about other things that have helped you. And I guess we're sort of talking about a little bit of a, a quiver of, of different things that you do in order to, to manage your mental health. And you mentioned rebooting earlier on, and I'm a big fan of this. Just talk us through what you mean by rebooting. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's if it's a known phase or it's something that you know just came to mind with me. Um, uh, because I say I've been in water all my life in a wetsuit behind a boat or on a cable or doing all sorts of things, but I didn't really realise that I was having a re a, you know kind of 
getting something out of the water. I thought I was just doing a discipline or just training or whatever. And it wasn't until I really started this and I just said, you know, I want to dive in and I don't want to be wearing a wetsuit and I want to feel benefits. I wouldn't call myself an open water swimmer. I just love that feeling of diving in and having 20 or 30 seconds, a bit Wim Hoffy, you know, because we've done it in all, all, all seasons, you know, when, when it's safe to do so with friends. And um, yeah, we, it, I just really think it just resets your mind and uh, it, it's good for you, you know, if you look into it, the, the, the uh, your cells and, you know, that sort of thing. So I started calling it a reboot. So, um, you know, along with, like say, the other things I like to do is like I've, I'm 365 and I've got a six in there. So I like to do my super six, you know, eat well, sleep well, meditate, you know, do exercise and get in the water and paddle. So it's uh, that's been a fun little thing. They're, they're kind of different every time I say it, but it's, uh, yeah, but that, that, that's it. Just, you know, just diving in and uh, having a refresh. So, uh, you know, like you would on a computer, just uh, hit the refresh button. And uh, and that's basically it. But that has become as much a part of my paddleboarding every day, you know. Um, and it is important, you know, for me, part of my daily living to keep on top of my own uh, my own health. And we talked before on the show, talked with Samantha Rutt and also uh, Mike Tipton around this whole thing, you know, getting into the water, this cold water therapy and how much a difference. And I, I've done that myself throughout the winter. So I know how incredibly effective that is. But the other aspects to your quiver there. So you mentioned meditation and I think you mentioned breathing and, and all of your, your exercise. And one of the things that I discussed with, with Samantha right when we were talking about um, SUP and mental health is that it's really important to have an array of things because not everything helps you every day, particularly if you're suffering from anxiety or, or if you're suffering from depression and you use these sorts of methods to mitigate them. So meditation is something that which I've found highly effective. Are there any go-tos that, that you tend to, to go to by default? Or Try and do a little bit of, of everything. You know, like I said, it, you know, eat well, sleep well, meditate and yoga, obviously. But so you can either do that kind of independently throughout your day. And, uh, and suck can just be that lovely connection with water and nature and exercise or isn't it a great platform to actually do that have you meditated I've even been calling a phrase of like paddle meditation just recently I, you know I'm not necessarily kneeling down and, and looking up you know and uh, connecting to the universal love but just that action of just gently paddling just puts me into that lovely transient state you know like we talked about the now moment we're not really thinking of anything so, and I just think that isn't, you know, doesn't it just go hand in hand with SUP, you know? Uh, so that's just been another thing I just love to express to people. Just, you don't have to go and, and do like a, a really long distance or it, it's part of the process of getting ready to go out supping and uh, then just launching and getting out. So it's, uh, yeah, it's magical. You're right. Meditation isn't just um, sitting there in the lotus position and, uh, with no. your eyes closed, it, it's about doing something deliberately. So you can meditate whether you, you're making a cup of tea and particularly for, for paddleboarding. And actually, it's a really effective way of uh, refining your paddle technique as well, because you're really concentrating on every single movement that you do. So, and and I, I think I actually spoke about it uh, because on I, I can refer back to a date that I remember now on day 100. So it was all very, still very fresh and everything. And, and there was people just starting to text me and email me and leave little notes. And I, I got a bit rock and roll, got a bit carried away in it. And I, I didn't 
do the, you know the spokes of the wheel you know I wasn't meditating and I wasn't doing my yoga and I was like I was getting carried away and all, all the hype and I absolutely just I didn't fall off the planet but I know that I had a very steep down curve in how I was feeling after the hundred you know and I just I just uh, that was a great paddle and blog after that it was like wow that was a good example for myself wasn't it I just uh, stopped doing what I've been you know kind of telling people that I usually do and uh, yeah it, it kind of bit me on the bum yeah and actually that's quite a familiar situation to me because naturally when you you kind of feel better you don't necessarily carry on with stuff and then you suddenly realize you you're maybe not feeling quite as, as, as and that's when you can peak and trough and i have expressed how we have to do this every day it should form a really healthy routine it's, it's the most important thing we should be doing but i know we have families and jobs and travel and all those commitments that we have to chase but this is what's real this is what's really important and it's our health physically and our mental health now the other bits are just secondary you know so if we get this bit right then we're going to be more productive and we're going to do our jobs and commitment and relationships a lot more better and healthier if we uh yeah if we make this the uh, put this at the forefront absolutely spending a bit of time self-care and you know not everyone is going to be able to go out supping every day and and not everyone is going to be able to have that cold bath um experience but it's just adding it to your your quiver and even spending yeah even spending five minutes meditating or just being quiet in the car or whatever yeah exactly that's the uh, that's the thing and and exercise of, of course as well is, is the key thing whether it's supping or or running or just going for a walk <laughs> yeah you don't have to run around with a sup on your yeah own. not to be not to be recommended and and one of the other things that that uh, one of the other messages there is about i guess an extension of the aloha that we refer to in the um, podcast from time to time and so you talk about encouraging contact and keeping an eye out for people because you know we've just gone through a tough 18 months people have experienced it very very differently and obviously people have got their facade um, their social facade and we never really know that person's own mental health where they are and it's just a question of of being kind so um it's about picking up the phone and talking to a friend and just making sure that we keep those lines open particularly if they're at risk of being lonely yeah i mean i, I couldn't have started this at, you know a, a better time you know it's and i didn't kind of jump on the bandwagon but if i shouldn't really say that because when people do do things it is out of out of love and care and support for people but it, it came along and I, you know it's, I kind of started really for we see a lot of mental health issues in sport you know when the show's over don't we we've got high profile footballers or cricketers you know there's in down to BMXs and in water skiing right the way through to my my sports and I kind of st that's where the the cogs the process started for this journey and then we've seen how you know what we've just been through you know in this last year or so it, it it's just affected everybody you know so that that personal contact is just it's just amazing and you know making sure you you know you ask people twice because we all just uh you know yeah 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 i'm all right you know i'm okay so it's uh, i've really tried to express that you know quite often so i think uh, there was a quote from uh oh sorry robin williams wasn't it robin williams he says um 
people don't pretend to be mentally ill you know they, pre- they pretend to be okay so that's the message there so it's uh, that, that one really stuck in my mind that one so when you look back at this we're almost there to 12 months uh, what are your reflections and what have you learned by the experience like you said you coined a phrase that i have spoken about with friends attrition to be honest the hardest thing has been doing the, the social media side but that's been also another way of connecting to people so that's been very satisfying in that in that way but that has taken a lot of time out out of my life the paddling seems to be easy and there's an instant you know return on that one um i've i know that i i find a healing process in water being in and around water and i know it takes your necks and, and gives you positive energy um but it has given me a greater affinity affinity with nature and water to a deeper 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 level you know it's all right saying oh yeah i've been in water all my life blah 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 but if you want to be where i am now i am uh, i'm totally connected to nature and water and uh, i didn't see that coming and it's 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 really quite moving i'm very humbled and uh, yeah it's uh, we talk about universal love and things like that it's my way of playing. it's amazing we talked about uh, the pandemic and everyone's had the the experience of lockdowns and in a way, the fact that the only physical activity for quite a period of the year was to go out either on water or to go out on walks or whatever. Some of the feedback has is that that I've had is that that's connected people to nature because otherwise people would have just you know gone off into town or or, or something like that and been distracted in other ways and it's really connected people first of all with nature through walks but also with their local area and they've connected with the changing seasons and it certainly seems like you know that's been the case in your case absolutely i mean how many people have you heard saying oh we've been out walking you know around my area and i just found that new walk and i never knew it was there and it's been the same with me I've been paddleboarded pretty much because I had grand designs to go like to all four corners and a little bit more around the country and things like that. And that hasn't happened, one, because of the pandemic and, and two, my journey has just been about going out every day, you know, and, that, and to, for me to have that connection. And, and I've had so much wonderful feedback. But my little stretch of water, it, my, my friend Chris Woodhead, Tim's brother, he says, how do you make every day? look so different on the same kind of area of water but i said well it's not really but there's there's always a different tide height there's a different weather system there's a different wave there's a different sunlight there's a different view there's different nature different birds you know and it's like there's a different current ripping you around the rocks and i always get i get so inspired there's always something different to go see do play and i guess that energy that i'm getting from from the water just comes out you know on my videos and in my text uh I'm not trying especially hard to make it look different or anything. It's just, I just get drawn to a certain area. And like I say, in nature, every day is different, but every day is beautiful. Mm. And there's never a bad day on the water. So the inevitable question is, what next? What happens when you get to 365? Because inevitably, you know, you hear from explorers, they get to the end of their journey, and then there can potentially be a bit of post-expedition blues. Are you going to carry on doing this? So you going? What's the next challenge? Well, obviously, I know um, through doing this every day that I need to be in and around water every day. 
Um, so that that's one thing. Uh, I'm I'm a supper, you know. I'm a I'm an ASI qualified sup instructor. Uh, so I'll be uh, you know showing people the ropes as often as I can. Um, uh, yeah. So I I don't know. I'd like to do more more about mental health and obviously keeping in that theme of um, of nature and water, and um, but maybe cross over into other sports just so I can reach out to more people. I know we're here for SUP, um, but I just think it's my platform that I've found, which I've, I've, is being on the water, it, it's been SUP, but it is the nature and it is the water. And this is such a healing process for mental health. And I want to get that message out there in any way I can on any platform. So and obviously, primarily, it's going to be on my SUP. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And and you've got a great quote that I came across and one of your stories, which is you can't have the glassy days without the cross chop. I'm thinking of adopting that as the unofficial motto of the podcast. You know, I know we feel like we do get the uh, more of the grotty days. Um, you know, and then when those nice ones come, like like one did the other day. But it's uh, but like I say, there's always something you can find as long as it's safe to go out. You know, and th- th- that's a very important message. You know, I, I see people saying, all right, we're going to go out on Thursday. We're going to meet at five o'clock, such a place. And we're going to go out and they, they go through that process and they still do it. Sometimes you've got to do that risk assessment. I've just got to say, have a look at it. Don't just kind of go out there through bravado and say, well, this is when we've arranged to it. Sometimes nature takes over and says, you're not going out today and you should listen. So, um, you know, always go out when it's safe to do so. And that makes the time when you go out even sweeter, doesn't it? absolutely like i say you can always even on a nasty day where it's been i've been out in the snow in the rain in the wind and you know i think especially when it's rough and windy you come back so you know just so empowered by it all you know so grounded or water grounded i don't know if that's a word we talked about all the positive health benefits of being in and around water and nature and that sort of thing and all all i've been talking about but you know obviously i've been overdoing it but i feel like i've been trying to inspire people you know to so they can get this positivity out of the water and nature so i've been doing it every day i've been overdoing it but just hopefully just trying to inspire people that they can go out once a week or a few times a month so uh yeah that's just my last little message i wanted to put across there you know amazing well um fantastic congratulations on your achievement and you're raising money for minds just tell us how people can contribute to your fundraising and to find out more about you Brilliant bio uh, on my Just Giving page. And so that is obviously Just Giving forward slash SUP365. And you can also follow the link in my Instagram, which is SUP365. So, yeah, we've got a bit of a fundraiser coming up. It's my last weekend. It happens to be Halloween. Uh, and I believe it's, I'm not counting the days, but I believe it's 17 days time. So it's on the Saturday of the 30th of October. It's going to be at Wildshore Delamere. So if anyone wants to come to that, we've got lots going on. I can't say too much about who might be there. But uh, yeah, we've got um, open water swimming, uh, kind of water safety talks, paddleboarding. Uh, there's going to be wakeboard events. Uh, they've got already facilities there with aqua parks and aqua gyms and things like that. So it's going to be a great, great event. And I'm, I'm hopefully going to be doing my last paddle on the Saturday night through into the Sunday morning. So uh, it's going to be pretty fun so that's at Wildshore Delamere which is up near Chester just going to add one more little plug and I know he's been on the show I bumped into Brendan Prince in Abbasock on the Klim Peninsula he's coming in from one of his legs and what a guy can I just say that he's got an aura about him a drive for what he's doing and I know I've I've I had a similar sort of drive to do this for mental health and what I've been um, 
So, but his uh, raising money for his above water app is just going to be fantastic, you know, to uh, just to educate people. And I met the guy and just, you know, he's just got an aura about him. He's amazing. So uh, he has been there. Uh, we stayed in touch after I met him. I, I did a little bit of a leg with him the next day. And he, he was so gracious. He's been egging me along along the way and, and saying that I've been inspiring him as well as he inspires me. So that was a massive uh, help for me when uh, when I was perhaps struggling a little bit. So, uh, yeah, kind of missed him out there when he finished. So uh, well done. Congratulations, Brendan. He's uh, yeah, incredibly inspiring guy. Appreciate your time, Dave. Take care and um, and um, good luck in your last 17 days. Slightly closer to that before uh, uh, this episode comes out. But, um, you know, all the best for your event and for your fundraising. And we'll link to all of this in the show notes. Um, congratulations again. It's been an awesome achievement. And uh, at some point, hopefully, uh, we'll catch up on the water. Yeah, see you out there sometime. Well, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed my chat with Dave and it would be great to support him and give him some love on Instagram if you can and also if you can then please give a donation and links are in the show notes and in his Instagram bio and as this goes out he's on day 350 so he's really within touching distance of the finishing line. Mental health is something which is really important to consider. So please reach out to friends and consider that maybe they might have something going on that you're unaware of and generally just spread the aloha. It's amazing that we're now heading towards our last few episodes of this season. So aloha to the awesome Sup Tribe. And as ever, I really appreciate your amazing support for the show and for your love of the sport that we all share. So until next week, I'll see you on the water.